Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Mark chapter number 6. Mark chapter number 6 tonight. What a privilege it is to stand tonight. And uh, we just come by to just get a blessing, not to try to help anybody, but we just come by to get help. Amen. And I want to thank God for the dear church here and your dear pastor and his wife, his family. We've known them forever. Uh, we, didn't, uh, we didn't know much when we got started. Don't know much today. Amen. amen. He, he, he got right about that book this morning. I like that. I would, I would say this about writing a book on the things I know. I started out with a bunch of pages, and I'm ended up, I'm about on the last page, erasing it as I go along, and I'm going to have a blank all the way through. Hey, man, I think that's the way it is. The older you get and the more things you go through, you realize you don't know nothing. It's all about Him, and it's through Him, and I'm thankful for that. And I want to say this before I get started, because once I get started, I'll forget everything that I need to say. And I want to say I appreciate, appreciate the church, and I want to say I thank you for all the prayers that you have, uh, uh, that you have labored for our family uh, through the tragedy last summer. I know that you've labored, and you've uh, just many different things that you've expressed, and thank you for uh, things that you've given to our family. I just thank you for all that, and our words are limited. I mean, I don't have the words to express just the thankfulness in our heart. Uh, but we love you, and we thank God for you, and uh, we just are so encouraged. And I'm thank I'm thank the Lord. He's kind of allowing our paths to cross back down here, and that's such a privilege. I made the Lord a promise. I made the Lord a promise. I said I'm going to take a little time, and I'm going to visit some of my friends. Amen. Amen. And I've been trying to keep that, and I've been trying to honor that. And Brother Laddie, you know what God's done in my life? He has surely blessed me since I've done that, Amen. and I want to thank Him for that. I've got a burden tonight, amen. I've like any other preacher, I've got a million things I like to preach. I've got a million things I've been studying to preach and can't get no green lights on anything, but I've got a burden on my heart and I don't understand everything God is doing in my life personally, but I feel like I got a burden in my heart tonight to express unto you what I'm fixing to preach. And, uh, and I know how it is sometimes, and you preachers will understand this, you can pull out the one that's really good for you. And it's fun to preach, but this ain't fun for me to preach tonight, amen, because it gets real personal in my, our lives, and, and I don't know, there may be somebody here tonight, you're going through something that you do not understand, but God knows all about it. God know, knew I was going to be here, set, standing right here, I mean, and he knows where you're at tonight, and I want you to listen, I want you to hear, and I'll try to be quick tonight as I can be. And pray that the Lord will help us. We're in Mark chapter number 6. And we'll start about verse number 45. Verse number 45. If you'd like to stand for the reading of the word of God, that will be fine. If you're able, you can stand right now. Verse number 45, the Bible says this. And straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida. While he, sent, while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when, when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea and, alone on, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling, the Bible said, and he saw them toiling and rowing for the wind was contrary unto them. You ever been there? And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them walking upon the sea, and, he, and, and the Bible said, and would have passed 
by them. I want to stop right there and make a statement there. I don't believe for one minute now you may correct me after service. I won't argue with you about it. But Brother Laddie, I do not believe that he was on that water because he's going to pass them by. I believe he was out there because somebody had need on the water. Now notice this. The Bible says in verse 49, And when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed that it had been a spirit and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. Amen. The Bible said in verse 51, And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wonder. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, we love you tonight, and we thank you for the grace of God. And we do ask you tonight, God, that you would help in a mighty way. Father, I stand in the place where no man can stand alone. Father, I totally rely upon thee tonight, and I pray that you would help us, Lord. I know that the burden that you have put upon our heart, and I pray, God, that you would help us to express it tonight, Lord, by the preaching of the Word of God. Now, Father, I pray that you would help us to refrain from the words we do not need to say and say those things we need to say. And, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would guard our lips, guard our heart tonight. And, Father, most of all, Lord, for those that may be out in the congregation tonight that's going through things they do not understand, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to express unto them from the preaching of the Word of God, Lord, that there is help, Lord, in a time of trouble. And Father, we've asked these things in the name which is above every name, at the name of Jesus Christ, our wonderful Lord. Amen and amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to say this tonight. We see here in the context of Mark chapter number 6, we see here that, of course, this is the feeding of the 5,000s, and you could, you could you know, probably multiply that number up to 20, 30,000 probably. And what a great miracle took place here. And the disciples are like any church or any people that served the Lord. They was excited and they was about what God had done. But let me say this, we never know what is in front of us after a great victory. We never know what's going to happen in our life. There's storms and there's things coming in our life we may not understand. And we never see them coming. I'm going to be honest with you. I understand that the Bible teaches us. He said, I will never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. He said, I will, I will come unto thee. I'm glad that we have a Savior that is willing, amen, to go with us even in the midst of something we do not understand. I want to say this tonight. I want to just simply preach on this thought tonight. When the storms of life are raging, he's going to stand by me, amen. And I want to say this tonight with assurance in my soul. I'm glad when the storms of this whole life are raging, amen, that he will stand by me, amen. He'll stand by you. You may not understand it. You may not can explain it. But I'm glad, thank God, there's a Savior that loves us, amen. There's a Savior that will stand by us in the midst of the storm, amen. About three things about storms, and you all know it. You're either in one, or you're coming out of one. And I'm probably in the third category 
back before July. I was sitting and I'd hear preachers preach and I'd hear about the storm and I'd hear about things going on and I would think, man, I want to have a burden for them. I want to pray for them. I had no idea that God was fixing to take us through a storm. <clears throat> and I say that, that's a reality. But there's one thing about storms, Brother Danny, here it is. I, we all want to get out of the storms. We all want to get out of the storm, friend. I'm like you, amen. I want to get out of the storm. I have no desire to be in the midst of the storm. But it's not, it's not when we get out of the storm. It is what we get out of the storm, amen. And I want to say this. I've got some things out of the storm I would have never had unless I'd have been through the storm, amen. But when the storms of life are raging, he'll stand by me. Can you imagine, can you imagine tonight as these disciples had seen all this crowd get fed with just some loaves and just some fishes and man, they was excited and maybe the Lord, I mean, just at that time, maybe the sun was shining, the birds was singing. They had no idea, amen, what they was fixing to get into. I want to say this, you may be sitting here tonight and everything's fine tonight, amen. Everything's good, everything's rolling good, but can I say this in a split second, your life can be turned upside down and the dark clouds can roll over and everything seems cloudy and dark outside in your life. Amen. But I want to try to preach tonight just quickly and I want to preach on when the storms of life are raging. He'll stand by me and I want to give you about three different things here tonight as the Lord will help us quickly. Notice this first of all, very simple tonight. Number one, I want you to notice that first of all, in verses 45 and verse number 47, verse number 45 shows us that he sent them, amen? Can I say this, child of God, that there's a misrepresentation on, on the storms of life. Some people think, well, you cannot be in God's will and be in the midst of a storm. I mean, you, I mean, if you're serving God, everything's gonna be all right. Can I tell you something, friend? I'm telling you in the center of God's will, these disciples got on the boat, amen. Notice this. Verse number 45, the Bible shows us, look at your Bible. The Bible said that he constrained them. I looked that word up there, constrain. I just I knew what it meant, but I wanted a more of a definition. That means to compel. He wasn't saying if you want to get on the boat, get on it. That's like the storms in your life. He ain't asking you if you want to get on the boat. You're going to get on the boat. The Bible said he compelled him. The Bible said he constrained them. He pushed them, amen. You know what he was trying to do? He was trying to put these disciples in a place, amen, in the midst of this storm where he could get the glory, amen, and for ages to come that the story could be told, amen. When the storms of life are raging, he'll stand by his children, amen. Hallelujah, amen. Notice this. Constrained them. He sent them. Now, I was wondering, I, I, very, very, I, I inquisited about the storms we see in the Bible. And I started to kind of do a little research about the Sea of Galilee. It's not the largest body of water by no means. 
It's basically a freshwater lake, really. And I started to study it, Brother Danny, and I realized that it's 680 feet below sea level. And then they say that it rises up to 2,000 feet on some of the hills, causing a major instability in the atmosphere. And they say that those storms, they will come quickly, they'll come fast, and they'll come hard, and they'll come out of nowhere, amen. I love the Bible, don't you? There's a reason why I use this storm for that illustration, this example. It's because it come quick. It come hard. It come unexpected. Sometimes when you get home, just Google the Sea of Galilee. Put in storms. And just look at it for just a moment. You'll be amazed at what you see. They wasn't on a 21-foot Ranger bass boat with a 250. Y'all got that, don't you? They wasn't on a 20-foot Merc cruiser, amen. They didn't have all that stuff. They probably couldn't swim. They was on an old wooden boat. But I'm telling you, the storm was just as real as it ever was, amen. But I'm glad that we serve a God, amen. I'm glad when the storms of life are raging, amen. I'm glad that he'll stand by me, amen. And in the midst of that quickness, in the midst of that, that disaster happening, can I say this? They're right in the center of God's will. Can I say this? And I don't want to bore you tonight, but I want to preach to your heart. Amen. Can I say this? Amen. In July the 6th, 2018, long about 1.30 in the morning, I got a phone call. I was laying down in my house down in Dalton there, and I, I got a phone call out of the blue. I looked at the picture on my phone. It was my, it was my son-in-law's dad's picture. And I knew something was really wrong. So one of the kids must have got injured. I had no idea. I grabbed the phone real quick and all I heard on, I'm not talking to you tonight, amen. All I heard on the other side, I heard crying. I heard weeping. I heard there's been a tragedy, friend. Here we are, amen. We're fixing to head back to Kentucky, amen. We're fixing to go back. Our grandchildren's gonna be there. And in the midst of it, friend, a storm blew up quick, blew out. I didn't see it coming, amen. I didn't feel the wind blowing, but there it was. There's been a tragedy. There's been this and there's been that. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to find out what's going on. And Brother Laddie, as I started to weep, and my wife said, what's going on? I said, it's awful. I don't know everything. Man, I'm telling you, my life just, I mean, just like that. I'm telling you, just like the disciples, friend, they was constrained to get on the boat. And in the midst of it, the birds was a singing. The sun was a shining. But here come the storm. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, friend. But when the storms of life are raging, he's going to stand by us. Amen. Can I tell you the quickness, the quickness and the, and the fast moving storm, it will come on you before you ever even had a chance to stop and think. You won't even know what to do. But I want to say this, and Brother Danny sung the song, and thank you, it was in God's perfect will, you sung. 
because you sung about the sunshine. And I want to I just tell the devil and I want to tell everybody that, I mean everybody that doubts, amen. I'm telling you, I served the Lord Jesus Christ when the sun was shining. I served him, amen, when I'm telling you everything was going good. I tried to preach, I tried to pray, I tried to live right, but I want to say this, amen. I'm telling you, thank God he's as much God on this side of the storm, in the middle of the storm, amen, as he was, amen, when the sun was shining, amen. Amen. No sad stories. He's still the same God I served back in Chatsworth. Amen. He's still the same God I served up yonder. He's still the same God I serve today. Amen. Amen. Can I say this? First of all, he sent them. Amen. Can I say this? The storms come quickly. Can I say there, I mean, it's amazing in, in the Christian walk or in, or in church, people got so many misrepresentations of things about storms. Number one, I'm not talking about you're being chastised. I'm not talking about that. That's a different, that's a different subject for a different day. I'm talking about if you're in God's will and you're trying to serve God. Amen. There's three, three different misconceptions. Number one, the first misconception is people will sit back and they'll say, your family must be in sin. And I'm thinking, unto God, where do they get that at? I tell you what, they get it out of, they get it out of hell's where they get it out of. Amen. 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 Can I say this? I don't understand the ways of life, Brother Jack, amen. I don't understand all the things that happen to people, but I'm not going to sit back and try to pick apart your life, amen. That's God's business, amen. It'd be a hard time, wouldn't it, in the Bible, wouldn't it, when you talk about the blind man. The story and the, and the scripture goes like this. Who sinned? The Bible said, neither have sinned. It's that the glory of God may be manifest, what the Bible says, amen. Oh, that blind man hadn't done nothing wrong, but there's some guy sat back and said, he must be in sin, amen. That, that's a misconception. Must be a result of disobedience because you're going through the storm. Can I say this? The Bible said in John 16, verse number 33, the Bible said, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. But in, but, but in the world ye shall have tribulation. But be a good cheer, I have overcome the world. Some people say, well, it's a result of disobedience. Now the Bible says that we're in this world and there's tribulation in this world. Then the third misconception is this, that I don't deserve it. Huh? You'd have a really hard time telling that to Job. That's right. Amen. Yes. Saying, Job, you don't deserve it. At the end of the story, Job said, I, I, Job said, I don't understand what all's going on. Yes. Thank God I'm still going to worship. Yes. He said, praise God, I'm still going to walk on, amen. Right. 
Thank God I'm going to have another family. I got another life. I got more generations to live. Amen. I'm telling you, amen. That's God's business. We don't know why the storms come on our lives, but that's God's business. Amen. If he's doing the sending, let God work. Amen. Amen. Can I say this? That I realize that when the storms of life are raging, he is going to stand by us, amen? But I want to say this. The best thing we've ever done is, number one, if we know that we're doing what God wants us to do, amen, we need to do it. And then if we're living right, we need to do it. And then if a storm comes up, we don't need to sit back and say, I don't understand, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is because of this or that. God's working, amen. amen. I want to say this. I've had more than one pastor tell me this statement. And I don't know all they're talking about, Brother Danny, but they say, you're not the same preacher you used to be. Amen. Huh? And can I say this, Brother Goolsby? I never will be. Thank the Lord. In the midst of the storm, he shapes, he molds, he makes. You say, does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. Amen. Does it, the storm in your life hurt? Sure it does. You lay down at night and you don't understand? Sure you do. Amen. But I want to give you this. Number one, we see sin. Number two, and I'm hurrying. The Bible also shows us, the Bible also shows us in verse number 48, he saw them, amen. The Bible said in the fourth watch of the night, I'm telling you, friend, I realize that when you study that out, that fourth watch, you'll see that's between three and six o'clock in the morning. That's the darkest time, friend, but I'm glad, thank God Almighty, amen, I'm glad that he is seeing where I'm at, amen. I'm glad, thank God, it ain't like he don't know where we're at. Amen. You know what? I'm glad when these disciples, amen, in the dark of the night, in the darkest time of the night, I'm glad that there was a Savior that got them on the boat. There's a Savior knows exactly where they're at. They don't have GPS. They got Jesus. They don't have a tracking device. They got Jesus. Amen. I'm glad, thank God, he saw them. The Bible said it like this, amen. He was watching them. Notice this real quick, the statement here. The Bible shows us here, the Bible said that they was toiling. You know what I see first of all in the midst of our storms, amen, that he sees our labor. Amen. Amen. Can I say the storms that these men was facing, they was in labor. Yeah, I'm talking about this word toiling there. It could be interchanged for torture. You ever felt like in the midst of a storm that you're going through that it's like torture? I mean, you're toiling, you're laboring, you're saying, Lord, where's the light of day? Where's the help? I need help, amen. I'm glad that somewhere in the shadows, I'm glad that there's a Savior, amen. I'm glad there's somebody, he knows exactly where you're at, amen. Hallelujah, amen. Praise God, amen. Notice this. 
The Bible shows us here also, notice this, it's not going to be easy. The Bible shows us here, the Bible said that that the wind was contrary. That just simply means it was in their face. It was blowing right to them. Don't you think the wind should be at our back in a storm? It don't work that way sometimes. Amen. Sometimes not only are you in the storm and you're toiling and you're, I mean, it feels like torture, but all the wind is face it's hitting your head on. You're thinking, can I go through any more, amen? I say, oh, yes. I say, thank God, amen. When the storms of life are raging, child of God, he's gonna stand by you, amen. Amen. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up, amen. Paul, don't get mad at God. He ain't never done nothing wrong, amen. Last I look, I took a look in the book and he's never done anything wrong. Last time I look, he loves his children. Amen. Last time I look in the midst of the storm, he sees where you're at, amen. Amen. The wind was contrary, hitting them face on, amen. What we've got to do, we've just got to be able to Submit to what he's doing. That's the hard part, child of God. Can you imagine these disciples out there on this boat? Can you imagine, son, they let got on that boat shouting the victory like y'all did going on visitation. Praise God, we knocked on this door. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you what right now, I've been there. And buddy, before you turn the corner, boom. And you know what? You can do one or two things. You can get bitter about it. Or you can say he's still the God that was over there with me in the victory, amen. 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 We submit to the will of God and God will work work on us on the will of God, amen. Notice this. Notice this thirdly. Not only did he he saw them, but notice thirdly. The Bible said in verse number 48 here, the the Bible shows us that, the Bible shows us that he sustained them, Amen. Verse number 48, the Bible says that he came to them, amen. I said this earlier, in the darkest time of the night. Can I say this? This storm shows me something. It shows me these disciples, the thing that they feared the worst brought them closer to the thing they needed the most. And I want to say this. I don't know everything in that statement, but I want to say this. From July 6th, to this date, Brother Rick, I'm telling you the things I fear the most has brought me closer to the one I love more. Amen. Amen. And I don't know, amen, everything. But all I know, thank God, I'm glad that he came. Amen. And he was there. Amen. He was there in their biggest need. Amen. In verse number 49, the Bible shows us this. And I know some people don't even like that song, He Walked on the Water, didn't he? I know all that stuff. I don't, don't, hey. If you like it, that's good. If you don't, that's fine. It don't matter to me. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm not here to sing. I'm here to preach. <laughs> but hey, he did walk on the water. Yes, I never walked on the water. No. I fell into the water. Yeah. Amen. And I'd probably about drown now, amen, looking at me. Amen. But can I say, I don't know, them fellas, 
Their nerves are all shot. The shouting's over. The lights have been cut out. And you know what they look out through there? And I'm sure they, I mean, you can, you can add lib here. You can say, hey, John, you see that? Hey, Luke, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, could you imagine that, sta- that, that, that little conversation? But I still believe, didn't he, walk on the water, amen. Amen. I'm glad, amen. In the midst of the darkest time, I'm glad, amen. He's not afraid. He's not nervous, amen. I'm glad that he can take off and come to where you're at and he knows what to do for you, amen. I don't know where you're at tonight. I don't know what you're going through, but thank God there's a God in heaven, amen. He knows all about your storm, amen. Amen. I didn't read this in, I didn't read this in the daily bread. I didn't live this in the daily bread. Amen. I live this as a life of a Christian. Amen. And I sure am glad that in the midst of the biggest storm these fellows ever went through, I'm glad they had the greatest Savior that will ever be. Amen. Amen. And on my side, I'm glad on the biggest storm that our family's ever been through, I'm glad I serve the greatest God that ever could be. Amen. Notice this quickly, and I'm trying to hurry. Notice this. He sustained them. He walked on the water, and the Bible said in verse number 50 and 51, notice this. Notice this. He calmed the storm. I'm thanking the Lord, amen. He came and he declared his authority. He's in charge. Don't never forget, child of God, whatever you're going through, he's still in charge. Amen. You say it, it don't look like it's going to turn around. He's still in charge. Because you know why? He's the boss. He's the authority. I'm not the boss. You're not the boss. He is. Amen. He's the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Amen. Amen. And you know what he done? I see here, he addressed their fear. Can I say this? Even though he wanted them to get on the boat, he knew what the fear was in their heart. Child of God, I don't know know anything going on in this whole building. And the Lord knows my heart, but I know the burden in my heart tonight. And I don't know what you're facing, but can I say this? I'm glad, thank God, he knows what your fear is. I'm telling you, I mean, it could be financial, it could be physical, I don't know, it could be, I don't know what it could be. But all I know this, I know there's a God in heaven, he knows where you're at. He knows what you're going through. I'm glad he could look across the sea, he said, that's my disciples, and they're in trouble, and I need to go help them. Amen. Notice this. Glad he calmed the storm. And always remember that no matter how high the waves may go, songwriter said it very well. He said, I'm glad, thank God, even though them waves go over our head, they're always under his feet. Amen. Amen. Just remember this, child of God. When the storms of life are raging, he's going to stand by you. 
Could I use a could I use an illustration tonight? Would that be all right? And I normally don't I don't do this, but in in this thought tonight, I feel like it's appropriate. And if you and if you don't understand, that's fine. But it was on July the twenty second. July the 22nd, 2018, Vanderbilt Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. I done said goodbye to one of my grandchildren, my little grand, my youngest granddaughter. Can I say this and make this statement before I close real, real quick? God told me to say it tonight. It's not time to play around. Can I say this? Brother Ricky, I'm not going to go home tonight. And my little granddaughter ain't going to come up and kiss me on this side of the cheek and say, I love you, Papa. That ain't happening tonight. You know why? Because storms roll through. Okay? You know what? I'm not, I carry this little, I'm just going to preach my heart. I may never get back by this way. This little old Bible here belongs to my little grandson. Inside of this Bible right here, I've got their little cards from the funeral. I look through them every time before I get up and preach. I've carried this Bible ever since the funeral to the pulpit every time I've preached. And I will continue. But you know what? I won't go home this evening. And my little grandson, he won't say I'm Papa's boy tonight. Look around and see if Gina's looking because he's, he's hurt. I mean, it, I mean, you know how it works. But I won't go experience that tonight because he's on the other side. And you know what? I won't go hear that very familiar verse or very familiar phrase from my oldest granddaughter. Papa, she said it like that. I won't get to hear that tonight. So I'm going to tell you, church, and tell you young people, ain't time to play around. You're playing games. You're playing games. Get done with the games. Get serious about God. If you're not right with God, get right with Him. My, I'm talking about in a split second, everything in life's changed. But it was on July the 22nd down in Nashville. And earlier that, a couple days before that, there was a couple brought a book up to for to read to Irie and they was reading to her and she and they was they wanted her just you know she was not awake but they wanted to read because they say that helps or whatever and my daughter and my wife was in the room and they was reading a little book and it's called the it's called the little firebird and I know that I know I don't I don't I don't talk about kids books much but hey if you don't like that's fine don't work don't don't hurt my feelings tonight okay I'm trying to help somebody tonight. I'm trying to give you everything in my heart tonight. And they went in there and read that little book, diary. Both that little baby's legs, they done took them off. She's done at that stage that day. And they was in there reading. And my daughter, Kristen, she just felt just a little nudge as they was reading that book. And, and felt like the Lord was calling her home. She told her that day, she said, Honey, if God's calling, you just go on. You will be fine. And Brother Danny, that little book goes sort of like this, and I think it fits right here. 
It's got a little, it's got a little baby bird in that little, little red bird or something. That little red bird sitting there in the nest and that mama's saying, boy, look at the sun. And that little bird's just excited. Man, everything's great. Then the storm clouds rolled over. And that little bird started asking, said, Mom, why can I not see the sun? Why can I not see the sun? This is what they read to her that day. Boy, you're talking about, I mean, just everything, God put everything together. He got a plan. And they read that and they started reading that. And, that, and the sun could not be seen from that little bird. And then as time went on, kept on bugging Mama. And Mama said, I'm telling you, the sun's still shining up above the storm. And said, you're just going to have to get out of the nest and just go. And see us, you know what? Said that little bird started to fly up and started to get up above that storm and went around the storm and got up on top of the storm. And said, Mom, the sun's still shining up here. Can I tell you that evening on Sunday evening? Yes, sir, brother. Y'all listening, amen, to amen. You're listening amen. to my heart tonight? Yes. July the 22nd in the evening at Vanderbilt Hospital, Sister Kate. Yeah. I'm telling you, she got up above the clouds that day. She never knew she lost them legs. She never knew she was burnt. Huh? Y'all listening? But oh, I'm telling you, preacher. I'm telling you. She went up above the storm. Yes. And I don't know, she didn't communicate back. She can't do that. But I'm sure she looked back and said, Hey, Mama, how the sun's shining up yes. here, right, man? Yes. Woo! Hallelujah. Yes. Now, all my heart breaks Amen. and my heart, my heart's crushed. But can I tell you tonight from my heart, whether young or old, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing, but God knows, and God knew that I'd be preaching tonight, and you know what? If you missed the opportunity to get help tonight, I, I've delivered my heart. I've given you everything I've had in my heart. I believe that. I went home and prayed. Brother Ricky said, you want me to get a room for you? I said, I got to go home and pray, and I went and got my closet and prayed. Amen. The Holy Ghost said, preach this. Yep. Can I say this tonight? Will everybody stand to your feet quickly, please? I'm done. And every head bowed and every eye closed. I don't know what you need tonight. But can I say when the storms of life are raging, he'll stand by you, I promise you. I don't know much, but I know that. Because I'm telling you, things may be all right today or may, may you may be in the storm. I do not know. You may have been, a, you may be here and you may have been playing around about getting saved. I don't know. God knows where your heart's at tonight. People's already in the altar. People's already in the altar. Do business with him tonight. I give you all, all of my heart tonight. Would you come? Would you come and do business with him and say, oh Lord, Lord, I don't see nothing in my life right now, but Lord, Lord, if it's coming around the bend, I surely want to just buckle down. I surely want to be ready. And you may be here tonight. You say, preacher, I'm facing a storm that I never imagined. Oh, he's a good, he's a good Savior. He loves you.
He wants to help you. Father, Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you for the grace of God. Father, I pray for those, God, that needs to come and those that are coming and those in the altar. God, I pray that you would do a work of grace, a work of help, Lord, in their heart. Lord, I'm glad that I can still preach the word of God and say, when the storms of life are raging, you're going to stand by us. Father, work tonight in this altar call. Do some eternal works. Do some sustaining works. Oh, Lord, somebody just need to know that you're still watching. Somebody just need to know that they're still in your will, even though things have got rough. But, Father, you know, I pray that you'd work. Father, have your way. Would you come tonight as they sing, brother? In shade pastures so rich and Would so Would you come tonight? Would you slip out tonight?